This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson. Podcasting from gorgeous, mile-high Colorado Springs, the Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support. To the TFAR, our thoughts lead to feelings, lead to actions, lead to results. So when we control our thoughts, we can actually control our results, which, interesting enough, is our reality. And so change your thoughts, change your reality is absolutely true. It's just not a law of attraction. It's a scientific fact that, you know, our thoughts lead to feelings, lead to actions, lead to results. Change your thoughts, change the results. The results are your reality. So change your thoughts, change your reality. You know, and so what we're going to do in this podcast, we're going to explore, you know, control the component of mental toughness, me mental strength. We'll delve into the profound significance of self-mastery and how it empowers individuals to navigate the unprecedented journey of life with resilience and grace. So let's get on with it. So the number one, inner control and, and external adaptability. So these, these points we're going to go over is about, is all focused around control. And what this means is mental strength is rooted in the concept of control. And it's not about imposing dominance over external forces, but about mastering the internal landscape. The internal landscape is made up of values, our beliefs, our emotions, and our thoughts. And when we have internal control, we can adapt to whatever happens externally. If we're so fixated on controlling the external environments, we will set ourselves up for frustration, anger, and all sorts of disempowering emotions. But when we can manage, control our inner realm, then we can then adapt and roll and go with the external. So again, it's not about control. It's about inner control and external adaptability, right? Behavioral flexibility, but we want to keep that inner control solid at all times. Emotional regula regulation also could be thought of as emotional intelligence, right? This is the ability to acknowledge, understand, and manage one's emotions in a constructive manner. Again, this is part of that internal landscape, but we also want to be able to manage those emotions and at times not show our emotions, right? Depending on the situations, we want to sometimes externally show them gratefully, like romantically and friendship. And then when we're in a debate or when we're um, defining a point of, uh, of opinion, we may not want to show our emotions so that we can maintain control over our thoughts. But the emotional regulation is really, really important. And then if we get back again to the, the TFAR model, what thought 
did we have to think to create this emotion that we're having? So if we have a really significant emotion, positive or empowering or disempowering, it would be often worthwhile to look at, hey, what was the thought I was thinking that created this emotion? And is this emotion going to serve me or not? Well, if it doesn't, so it's it's just not control. It's just not biting your tongue with the emotion. It's understanding where that emotion came from which is the thought, which could be a belief or a value, understanding that and then being able to manage it in a constructive manner. So then the next part is cognitive control and focus. And mental toughness requires a keen sense of cognitive control, like what you're thinking about, which involves managing thoughts and maintaining focus. So this flies completely in the face of multitasking. Multitasking, there's been so much scientific research out there that multitasking does not work. There's so much inefficiencies with it. But focus, if we look at the word focus as an acronym, stands for follow one course until successful. So we have to have cognitive control. We're going to do this one thing and this one thing until it's done. Then we move on to the next one. So we do things not in parallel, but in series. When one thing gets done, we do the next, we do the next. If we scatter our thoughts all over the place, trying to do five things at one, one, we don't have control over our thoughts, and two, we don't have control over our focus. And if we don't have control over our focus, we're not going to have control over our results. So this one is, I, with big companies out there this day, they're, you know, some are encouraging either directly or indirectly multitasking by keeping Slack on, by keeping direct message, by keeping your email open, by being a video call, by responding to your phone. So there's all these different ways to divert our attention, especially at work, but that flies in the face of mental strength and mental toughness. The excellence, the people who are excellent in mental strength often achieve excellence in life. And that is because they follow one course until successful. They don't switch horses in midstream. They keep on where they're going until they accomplish it. Then they do the next one. This focus, when I work with my clients, my athletes, my first responders and CEOs, this one is so imperative because they, they, people believe that being busy is being productive. And so they'll want to stay busy and have many plates spinning, if you will. And it's totally the opposite, right? We have one plate, we spin it well until we're done with it, then we do another one and another one. And the hardest thing for people to understand is to maintain cognitive control and focus and then move on to the next one. So the next one is adaptability in the face of uncertainty. Again, this can be thought of a behavioral flexibility, if you will. You know, so control does not imply rigid adherence to a predetermined plan, but rather a dynamic ability to adapt. Yes, it's great to have a plan. We want to have a plan and we want to stick with it, but mental strength requires involves looking at the progress we're making going this isn't working and hitting our head against the wall one time or a hundred times isn't going to make it better so then we 
we revise or we look at the plan, we look at the results, and then we correct and continue. This, we're not stuck on one way. It's like climbing a mountain, right? We have, we're only going to go up this one route. Well, there could be an avalanche in the way. There could be trees falling. Well, I don't care. I'm going to go up this one route as opposed to diverting, you know, 20 yards to the right and going around the obstacle. That would be the best way. That's behavioral flexibility. But how many of us are so fixated on this is the way we're going to do it. This is the way I've always done it. I'm not going to make any concessions and, you know, the damn the torpedoes full speed ahead type of attitude. Well, that isn't going to work. And that's not going to help you master yourself and master mental strength. It means that we are controlling ourself in the adaptability, right? Controlling doesn't mean that we're going to stick with one course or not one course, but stick with one way of getting to that. So the follow one course until successful, it doesn't, the one course is the goal. It doesn't mean it's the path. So the path we take can vary considerably, but our follow one course to so until successful is still maintaining our eye on the prize. But when things get in the way, we keep our eye on the prize and then we adapt, we correct and continue. And that can, that is such a benefit to individuals trying to accomplish big things. Responsibility and accountability, right? Control and mental strength involves taking responsibilities for one actions and one decisions. Guess what? You are making decisions all the time. You wake up, you decide to stay in bed or go to work. You decide to drive the car or you decide to ride your bike. You decide on which way to get to work. You decide if you're taking a train. All of those are decisions. So everything that happens to you is on you because you are making the decisions all the time. And when you understand that, there's there's a great book. I forgot the gentleman who wrote it, but it's The Power of Decision. And when you understand that you are making the decisions and that you're taking actions based on those decisions, whether they're, whether you are aware of them or not, all the things that you do are based on your decisions to do or not do something. And then the result of it is on you. It doesn't mean you are at fault. We're not talking about fault. We're talking about responsibility and accountability, meaning I made a decision to stay home. I got fired. That's on me. That's not on the company. I made a decision to try a new route to work. The, the, the road was closed. That's not on the company. That's on me. Yes, we, you decided. You didn't know the road was going to be closed, but still you have to own that you made that decision. This one, when you know that every single thought is your decision, you then can be aware of making better empowering decisions and then owning the result. And when you get a result that, you know, that's accountability and responsibility. Responsibility, I took action for this. The accountability is, yep, this is what I did. So when we can know that we are making decisions and we are the ones that are making the decisions, it's not our boss, it's not our significant other, it's not the weather, it's not anything. I made the decision to do what I did. And so with that, I own the result. I am accountable for that. And when you know that, what that allows you to do is make better decisions. When you make better decisions, 
you take better actions and you get better results. So owning the responsibility and in corporate world, it's so easy to, well, this department didn't do it. My boss told me to do this and this didn't happen. That, that, that's playing the victim, right? We're talking about being a warrior, which is taking responsibility and accountability for your thoughts, your actions and your results. You can be a victim or play the victim by blame, complain and justify. Which one would you rather be? I presume that by listening to this podcast, you'd rather embrace life as a warrior as opposed to a victim. Enough of that one. Time management and discipline, right? Mentally strong individuals exhibit discipline in organizing their priorities, ensuring that they allocate time and energy to the pursuits that align with their goals. From a from a business perspective, this would be time blocking. You want to time block your early morning to do your deep work, your promotable work, not respond to emails. On a personal one, you would time block when you're going to go to the gym, when you're going to be with family, when you're going to read. You want to time block all of that. Yes, it may seem a little anal, but what you're doing now probably isn't working. So why not try to do some time blocking? Put put the big blocks in your calendar weekly, preferably monthly, of the things that you want to do. It could be go for a walk. It could be going to the gym. It could be taking dance lessons. It could be whatever. From a personal level, you put that in your calendar all, you know, weekly, if not monthly. And the same thing at work. If you have important deep work to do, proactive work, promotable work, you schedule that and do that first. That is your responsibility and your accountability to manage your time and manage your discipline. And then the serenity of acceptance, right? The, ser the serenity prayer is excellent, right? But acceptance of uncontrollable external factors is not a sign of weakness, but a demonstration of maturity and mental strength. We could plan everything we want and then things do happen but we can accept it as opposed to this is, there's a learning here. There's a lesson here. There's a teaching here. I wanted to climb the mountain this way. I couldn't. I'm going to come back. I accept the things that I can control. I accept the things that I can't control and the things that I can control and wisdom to know the difference, right? And so when we have that acceptance, we know that we can control ourselves, our thoughts, our behaviors, our emotions. We cannot control external circumstances as much as people try. And then when we accept that the external circumstance is what it is, we then can look at it for the lessons, for the teachings, for the development of us professionally and personally. So keep in mind, right, in the panorama of mental toughness, mental strength, control stands at the linchpin that connects inner mastery with external adaptability, right? It is the conscious regulation of thoughts, emotions, and responses, empowering individuals to navigate life challenges with resilience and purpose. This is all about control. This is just one C of mental strength, right? When you know that you can master this control, your life will become easier. And so embrace control as the core tenet of mental toughness for within its grasp, lies the power to steer the ship of life with grace and determination, regardless of external events. Control is so powerful, and we often give it away so much, and we wonder why things aren't working. Embrace control, start to live it, and you'll see a huge change in your life. 
If you liked this podcast and want to see the show notes, please visit warriormindcoach.com. There you'll find other podcasts, blog posts, and how to get in touch with me for a breakthrough session. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. To navigate life challenges with resilience and purpose. This is all about control. This is just one C of mental strength, right? When you know that you can master this control, your life will become easier. And so embrace control as the core tenant of mental toughness for within its grasp lies the power to steer the ship of life with grace and determination, regardless of external events. Control is so powerful and we often give it away so much and we wonder why things aren't working. Embrace control, start to live it, and you'll see a huge change in your life. If you liked this podcast and want to see the show notes, please visit warriormindcoach.com. There you'll find other podcasts, blog posts, and how to get in touch with me for a breakthrough session. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.